Hello, this is Mike Burek, your host for Made in Ukraine Tech Startup Edition. Today is Thursday, July 27th, 2017. Our guest today is Denis Zhadanov, who is the Vice President of Marketing with Riedel, which is a mobility app development company headquartered in Odessa, Ukraine. Thanks for joining us Hello, today, Hello, everybody. Dennis. I'm curious about your company. Uh, I believe it was started in 2007. That is correct. Okay. Can you can you tell the audience a little bit about how it got started? Um, I guess at that time, uh, iPhones were just coming out, and uh, I believe some of your applications were developed primarily for the I- iPhone initially. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So it's funny. It's a long story, and. Um... I think actually next week uh, we will celebrate the 10th anniversary of Rido and it's been a, it's been a bumpy ride but Rido right now is a company that creates like cutting edge and innovative productivity and personal utility apps that are used by more than like 75 million people worldwide um, and it all started back then once we we all saw Steve Jobs announcing the very first iPhone. And we thought that's the future. That is something that is something groundbreaking. There there was a massive shift. So so four friends, four four friends from college had this crazy idea of hey, let's check check if we can make something for this phone. Because there was no app store, if you remember, right? And and we wanted to see if we can create something, um, something like a web app that allowed people to read books and documents and uh, any kind of uh, PDFs on their phones. And that is why the whole company name is Rido uh, from the verb read. Ah, very interesting. Makes a lot of sense. And I guess at that point, there really wasn't, iPads weren't around in 2007, were they? No, no, that was just the first iPhone. And then I think iPad came uh, 2009 or 10. And then uh, that actually expanded our our portfolio by a lot. To give you a perspective, to, to give our listeners a perspective, uh, I'm sure they're familiar with... Uh, our apps like Scanner Pro, which allows to scan something with your iPhone or iPad, scan a document or a read receipt into a Google PDF file. So back in 2009, we invented this whole category of scanning with mobile devices. And um, and uh, I, I want to believe that we contributed to the death of, of hardware clumsy scanners. Right, but our very first product. So it, it's that, actually that. That's a very cool story. How we managed to be on the day one on the App Store. So 2007, we made this this product called Riddle, and it's a web app, right? And then we get a call from Cupertino from Apple, and the guys say, "Hey guys, we love what you do. It seems you have some traction. You have thousands of users, and we are going to roll out the App Store uh, in 2008. So here's a deadline." And we want you to make an app. And um, the deadline was very, very strict. Um, And uh, so we decided to to try. And that is why uh, we were, we we actually managed to uh, launch on time. We submitted the app 
probably two hours before the deadline, and we managed to get into one of the very first developers on the App Store. Uh, there was like a hundred developers overall, so we were at the very, very beginning of this monumental shift on how people access technology. And our first app was called Riddle Docs, which was the file manager that allowed people to carry files, uh, watch movies, listen to the music. And right now, if you, if you search for an app called Documents, that is the next generation of, of Riddle Docs. So Documents right now is our probably most downloaded product and we have millions of people using this product. And uh, right now, Apple came up with a very similar concept uh, called Files app that will be live um, this September in iOS 11. So essentially what they've done, they've got inspiration from what we do, and they finally realized that there is a big demand for a file app or like a finder app for iOS. So that is why I'm, I'm excited that Apple has was inspired by something that we do and it's not just just uh files app it's also scanner pro they will uh, launch their scanning app within notes app and also they have the um pdf editing and annotation software the new one and also i'm i'm, I'm proud that we were the first in the world to announce the drag and drop between apps on the ipad which will be a part of the iOS 11 as well. So tell me something. You have always uh, been part of the iOS world in terms of app development. Is there a specific right. reason for that, that you haven't gone into the into the PC world or the Microsoft world? Sure. We started as a, as a mobile-only company, right? We were fascinated by, by, this, by this piece of glass and this technology, and it worked very well. And what we love personally is that it's it's easier to create an amazing software for iPhones with iOS than any other operating system or any other device. And and so it happened that the the possibility of building a sustainable business was much more viable on iOS if rather than say Android or Windows. And the more we invested in this in this ecosystem, in this play, the more insights we knew, the more people we knew, and the more users we had, right? So instead of making Scanner Pro for Android, let's say in 2012, it was for us much better take to try to make something different um, in terms of the product, but for iOS as well, for two reasons. First, we had the users that would probably install what we our next product, but also, um, but also from the business business point perspective, um, we we were always kind of premium price products where people pay for great for a great app or a great product and and use it. And uh, for Android, we had to change this model because Android users will never pay. They will, they will kind of watch ads and, and they will be okay with banners, which we never wanted to do because we want to have quality in our products. So that with time, from the business perspective, for us it was, it made much more sense to release an iOS and then we finally released 
our first Mac app in 2015, which also became App of the Year by Apple. Uh, that was PDF Expert from Mac. So that's, um, uh, that's, it became an editor's choice by Apple, right? Well, and and no, not, not only that, but also it was the App of the Year runner-up of 2015. Yes, and, uh, and with time, we kind of realized that we shouldn't be, by the nature of the product, that's our latest product called Spark, which is the smart email client, it's by design, you should be on all platforms, right? Especially with our intention to build Spark for Teams, which is Spark 2.0, it has to be on all the platforms. So once the business model makes sense, we will leapfrog to all the platforms, Android, Windows, even web, to kind of to to provide the tool for for everybody who is potentially might be the customer. So when you started your company, how many people did you have on staff? None. It was it was four friends from the university, uh, and they were all studying together. They were twenty two years old, young kids from Odessa, Ukraine. And and it's funny, like even their parents did not believe in this idea, and like. Hey guys, like, what are you doing? Like, go to get a job. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so my brother, who is the CEO, Igor, um, he was one of those four co-founders, right? And and even even my my parents were a bit skeptical because they knew, like, they didn't know about this new era of technology, this new era of startups. So that was totally new. But I think uh, that was the the very right choice to do that back in, in the day. And I think personally, um, it was it was a bumpy 10 years. But I think what we've got is that we learned so much. And now we are the, at the strongest ever position to move, um, to kind of to, do, to grow further in the direction, what, like we can go wherever we want. And we can grow way faster because we now have not four people, but 115 people on uh, different continents with different backgrounds. And, and those are very, very motivated and talented people. And I'm actually proud that we have a very cool mix of people in Ukraine, people in the U.S., uh, some advisors from Europe. And we work with all over the world with partners in Japan. So it's a, it's a very, very diverse place. And uh, it's funny how we managed to bring this Silicon Valley culture in Odessa, Ukraine, in this office where it's super laid back, but it's very creative. It's 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 very proactive, and people love what what they do, and they feel the connection with the customer. I think having this connection is one of the most important things in business, and one of the drivers of success. We cared about every single customer, and. Um, to give you an example, I, I was preparing for our 10th anniversary and getting some numbers. So, for example, our support team replied to 800,000 emails over these years. Uh, so that's quite an investment. And we will never outsource that because we want to know what our customer think. We want to provide the best experience. We want to improve. Some things fail. Some things won't work. But... But uh, it's it's the process where we're learning. So tell me about how you finance the company to begin with, and then now, 
do you still go to outside investors to grow the company or is the growth really organic at this point? That is a very good question. So we have a very rare case in, in our industry, in technology, in startups, where we've never took an outside investment. And the company has been bootstrapped from the very beginning. And you know what's the best part? The best part is those, those four guys who started this company, they didn't need much money because all they needed is, is a laptop and a place to code and maybe buy a website. But by the way, it, it was a funny story. So our name has, has two Ds in the name, right? Riddle has two Ds. And um, we wanted to, to buy, we wanted to go with one D back in the day, but the guy who owned this domain wanted like $60,000 back then and we had nothing. So we said, no, sorry, we, we just add one D. It's, uh, it also looks cool, and but it costs $12 to buy this domain. So we'll, we'll get just that. So I think there was a time where these four co-founders, they, they, there was a synergy. They had experience from, from previous work or, and, and also they knew how to code. So that is why not much investment was, was taken. And, uh, and, uh, and, and now, yeah, we, we've been profitable since the very beginning. Uh, and I think we're very, very lucky in that because we have this freedom to think and to do what we want. And tell me, I mean, at this point, if uh, a venture capital firm or, or some large software development company came to you and said, hey, guys, you know, we'll, we'll offer you 100 million bucks to buy you out. Would you do it? I cannot comment on that. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, of course, you can you can guess that we've been approached by by venture firms, by um, potential buyers. But I think it's it's not that matters. What matters is that what we create is that big enough, because our ambitions are pretty big, and I feel that we are the team that can solve very very big problems in tech, right? So, and we want to do we want to do that. We want to positively affect the way hundreds of millions of people work or do their stuff, or we want to enable technology to to a lot of people. And so that's our final goal. If if somehow this potential, as you mentioned, bigger technology company comes along, and we are very much aligned in our thinking and our strategy, I think we would at least consider. Partner, partnering together and working together, of course. So tell me something about the atmosphere in Odessa for startup companies. Uh, I've been speaking with some other companies there as well. And it's kind of interesting, you know, when folks think of Ukraine, they don't necessarily think of Odessa as a, as a Silicon Valley type place. So what, what are the unique elements in Odessa that have led to several interesting startups uh, developing there? including your own. Sure, sure. So that, that is definitely not Silicon Valley, for sure. If, although Odessa is pretty much laid back, and Odessa is different from the rest of the Ukraine because of its multinational culture, and I think more than 78 nationalities blended together in this city, more than any other city in, in Ukraine. And originally we have a lot of, a lot of uh, Jewish people we had a lot of Italians. We have a lot of French. Odessa was built by, by a French guy, 
and uh, it's always been a port city where trade, like where like uh, Europe meets meets this part of the world. So it's very very international, and um, it has this unique mentality, which is like people people think that okay, that's our place. That's like that's leave us alone. We'll do just fine. Like that is why that is very different from from Ukraine. And that is definitely not Silicon Valley. However, there are a few great universities and a few great lyceums that train the best, like math and physics. And uh, for example, the lyceum where I'm from, um, we always got the first and second places in in Ukraine for math and physics uh, competitions. But also not just in Ukraine, but also in in Europe. So, for example, um, this guy who works with us. Uh, as an R&D engineer, he is number one uh, gold medal. He won the medal twice in a physics competition in Europe. He's also from my Lyceum. So there are a lot of smart people. Um, there are a lot of people who, who study well, who want to have a very kind of open mindset compared to the rest of Ukraine. And that is why you've seen success like um, Luxury, Right, who who was um, acquired by Snapchat for 150 million dollars? There are other companies, uh, in, not in just technology space, but also big kind of Ukrainian holdings or like Ukrainian financial institutions that are coming from Odessa. Um, so Odessa has always been one of the main kind of main financial, cultural, and and educational centers of of Ukraine, and I think that is all benefits the this unique blend of blend of talent so we have time for one last quick question sure where does Riedel go from here what's the next big thing what's the next big app or beyond the apps where, where do you think you're heading <laughs> so we're heading to to be more specific and precise we are building right now spark 2.0 which we believe will be the next step of evolution of, of everything what we've done before and that is email communication for teams. We really want to to innovate and upgrade email and the way it works. And for that reason, I think you've seen the news. We've uh, we've hired uh, the head of Apple Mail, who was head of at Apple, um, responsible for mail client uh, for six years. And Terry joined us recently. And I think that is a big play. And if we have a million users who are paying us money every month, and then uh, they, they they run their companies much more effectively, and uh, they communicate with, with their teams much more effectively. I think that is a pretty big impact on how people run their businesses, and that's where we're going now. Sounds great, and we're going to have to cut it off there, Dennis. I want to thank you on behalf of Made in Ukraine Tech Startup Edition for speaking with our audience today about Riedel, the mobility app development company and a very successful company from Odessa, Ukraine. Thanks again. Thank you, Michael.